This is a little wake up, shake up podcast about living the life that makes you feel the most alive. That means getting out of autopilot for some parts of your life and changing things up, really looking at what you're doing each day and how you're spending your time. What makes you feel the most alive and what makes you feel most drained? We have way more control than we think about how we design our lives. Now, different people in different circumstances have obstacles to overcome or a path that's harder than other people to get there, but you're in control. You can change your perspective. You can change your situation. If you're not waking up most days really jazzed about the day and what you're about to do, it's time to shake things up because we're not here to have regrets at age 90. When you are out of balance and you're just going through the motions and you aren't really living for the majority of your days, I have a reset hack for you. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. Today, I have a very cool episode for you all about living the life that makes you feel the most alive. You know when you're out in the world and you have an experience or you're doing something where you breathe in like really fresh air or a lot of times this happens on vacation and you're just like, man, I'm like living right now. It's really interesting. My grandfather um, at our wedding told me something and it always stuck with me. He said at the end of the night, he said, man, I didn't realize that I haven't really been living. Tonight I lived. He was dancing and he was dancing with the bridesmaids and he was eating and and just having so much fun. But I could see to him, he was like, he, it like woke him up. It woke him up in the best way. And I remember thinking, wow, that's really interesting. He had a moment where, you know, obviously weddings don't, weddings don't happen all that often. So it's not something we can recreate in our daily lives, but it stuck with me in my twenties. I was like, wow, he feels like this was living and it made him think back on how he does life normally. So I've always thought about this and I always try to be present and every now and then do an audit. And that's exactly what we're going to do today. We're going to do an audit of where you're at right now. And for some people, I think that because life comes and goes and and we go through ages and stages and ebbs and flows, some of us may be really in a rut. And other of us, others of us might just need to do a little bit of self-correcting. So wherever you're at, and it's going to change in life, of course, I think this podcast will bring lots of value because what we're going to do is we're going to act as if we're a drone. Like we're going to kind of hop out of our own lives, our daily lives and our routine, and we're going to kind of hover over ourselves and think about what are we doing that makes us feel the most alive and what doesn't? What makes us feel bummed and drained and depressed? So if you are in a rut or overwhelmed, or I would argue um, worse, underwhelmed, 
We need to interrupt your patterns and the automatic nature of how you go through your day. So that's why today is a shake-up day because we need to shake things up so that we can all work and constantly, because it's a constant work on how do we live the life that makes us feel most alive. For me, this is my favorite way to describe it because, like I said, when you're on vacation or those moments, for me, a lot of times it's when I breathe in really fresh air and I'm in the sunshine, or it can be like in the thick of it, in the process of something where you're just like, this, I'm living right now. This is exciting. Or, And it doesn't have to be perfect conditions. In fact, I think that a lot of times it's not. It's the unexpected. Maybe you're doing something with your kids and it ends up like a disaster, but it's just like this, I'm living right now. Like This is what I always dreamt I would have. Kids at home, by a fireplace, or maybe it's traveling. Maybe it's doing something solo to where you're like, I'm living. I never thought I would be able to afford a massage once a month or a facial once a month or I'm living because I'm on a trip with my girlfriends and I never thought I would have healthy relationships with girlfriends, enough girlfriends to do a girl's trip or or a girl's brunch or whatever it is. I could list, I could list examples for hours, but it's all about what makes you feel the most alive and how can you insert more of that into your days? And the opposite, what makes you feel the most drained and also, and like depleted, but also I think what, what are you doing that makes you feel kind of numb? My, I kind of joke with my husband, if he ever says the word fine, my least favorite word is the word fine because to me, it's just so neutral. Like I'd rather be mad or frustrated or something, even if it's a negative emotion. I'd rather my husband, like if I ask him something and he's like, it's fine. I'd rather have an emotion one way or another or have a preference one way or another because fine is just so neutral to me. That's kind of just like, there's just no emotion there. It's like coasting through things. And that's the whole goal of this podcast is to kind of, for all of us to have a wake up and not just coast through life, not just keep going to the same job if your job does not make you feel fulfilled and inspired. Now, listen, there are lots of requirements that we all have, things that we must do to pay bills, to take care of people, to support ourselves or other people. There's lots of things that we just have to do, our normal obligations. But aside from that, I think that most of us put limits on ourselves that don't actually exist. We do things that don't make us happy on the regular every day, either because it's a habit and we keep doing it because we've always done it, or because we think we don't have any other options. And this podcast is here to teach you, to remind you that you have so many options, that you have control, even if the obstacles are stacked against you, you you have control. I have friends that I know have have feelings about this and, and I'm going to share mine lately just to kind of get you thinking. And Before we get into that, I think that, you know, I love a brain dump. I think that this is the perfect thing to do a nice list. Like what if, if you need to organize your thoughts or maybe you just know, but if you're going to write it down, what makes me feel alive? Like what in my daily life, think about, you know, kind of think about it in days, weeks, months, and maybe like three month periods. So we're not thinking too far out, but just like in the here and now, 
What makes you feel the most alive? What, what do you need more of? And what makes you feel the most drained or depleted? What do you need less of? For me, right now in this phase, I feel like when I'm in the car too much driving my kids all over, I personally don't feel alive driving on the freeway and going in every direction. Right now, my kids are at two different schools and they're like 40 minutes door to door. So it's kind of the reality of where I'm at. But also, I have to realize that I have control. I work hard. Um, I make enough money to where if I wanted to, I could hire a babysitter or an assistant to do the driving, right? So like that makes me feel the, the most not alive when I'm going driving for so many hours. And it's like where, I, where I'm like all of a sudden at the end of the night, I'm making dinner. I'm like, where did the day go? Because so many hours is spent driving. But listen, that's an obligation. That's a that's something that I need to do. And I realize that I have control. I could hire someone, but that's not something I'm willing to do. I don't want to miss the car time. I don't want to put the the car safety in, in I don't like I don't have anyone in my world right now that could take over that role. So I would be hiring someone new. And I don't want to have someone new in our lives be driving my kids around. So I know that it's a choice. And I have to try to figure out how to balance that and adjust. So when there's just too much of that, I know I need to adjust before I feel like my days are just on repeat. Where do the hours even go? I don't even feel like I'm living. I'm waking up. I'm going through the routine that is set. And then I wake up and do it all over again. There's just not enough of those alive moments. This is why I focus so much on getting in your tens. I've talked about this a lot. I did a podcast a long, long time ago about getting in your tens, but it still applies. Um, by the way, side note, you can go to howtobeawesomeateverything.com and in the search bar, just type in anything that you want to hear about that I talk about, like get right, type in getting in your tens, like the number 10 and the podcast will pop up all about tips on how to get in your tens, those little wins, those little things that make you feel alive, like your really special coffee that maybe you have to kind of drive across town to get that you don't get very often, but it makes you so happy. It's worth it. Get in your tens. Some things take two minutes, some things take two hours and everywhere, everything in between. But I think it's so important to focus on the things that make you feel alive and fit in as many of them as you can into your routine. It's like kind of all the little things become the big things. I really think that. So getting in your tens, I think on the daily is a great place to start. So for me, that's the thing for me right now is this the being trapped in the car. I have friends that I know have the same feelings about their corporate job. Sometimes it happens in a marriage or you're at college. Maybe you're not pursuing what you really want. Or maybe you've decided you didn't make the choices you wanted. And now you are past the time to make those choices. I'm just a big believer in the t- the right time is right now. Right now. It's actually never too late to start the thing, whatever it is. We just convince ourselves that we've missed the boat or we should have taken a different path. Rather than spending so much focus on yesterday, I think we wake up and decide, hey, I have total control to decide what next and how to pivot. So I'm going to share some quotes from some of my favorite people, people that you know, um, that talk about, that talk very very eloquently about this topic. I'm going to share some of my favorite quotes at the end of this podcast. But for me, I need a hack. I talk about hacks all the time because I think 
we can listen to something. You can listen to an inspirational podcast and, or you watch a YouTube video and you're just so motivated and you're just like, yes, that spoke to me. That's exactly what I need to do. But then tomorrow happens and you're busy and you get back into your normal routine and then you've sort of lost the message or you just haven't been able to implement the actual message into your daily life. So I like to try to work through these topics and find a hack, something that you can implement into your life that reminds you, that makes it easy, that makes it practical. So here it is. Here is the hack for this, for getting out of autopilot, for shaking things up, for doing your self-audit to figure out what makes you feel the most alive and how much or little are you getting of it right now. Here it is. You turn on this song. It's called Living by Dirk Bentley. Now, obviously, this hack is going to work better or be easier if you like country music, but it's a very, it is such a good song, even if you are not a big country music fan, it's called Living. And this is what I want you to do. Turn it on either in your car or in your headphones. Maybe if you're on a walk outside or a run outside would be the best. Like fresh air, I think, gives so much clarity. For me, I turn it on in the car because I'm in the car so much. And it's like your check-in. It is a check-in of how much you're living. So I'm going to read you some of the lyrics so that you get it. But for me, this is the best hack ever because when you're picking a song, you just like, ah, I'm going to put that on and I'm going to like breathe it in. It's a reminder to get outside of what you're comfortable in. And it's a reminder to, it's a reminder of how important it is to live a life that you feel alive. All right, here we go. Some days you just breathe in, just trying to break even. Some days your heart's pounding out of your chest. Like I love the juxtaposition of that. Oh my goodness. Of that, the difference of the thoughts of some days you're just trying to break even, right? Like you're just, it's like you're treading water. You're just trying to keep your head above water. And then other day, other days, your heart's like pounding out of your chest because you feel so alive. Okay, back to the lyrics. Sometimes it's just beaten. Some days you forget what all you've been given. Some days you just get back. Some days you're just alive. Some days you're living like you'll never die. The blue's a little bluer up in the sky. Your high's a little high. You feel that fire you've been missing. Some days you're just living. It's a beautiful world. Sometimes I don't see so clear. Some days you start singing and you don't need a reason. Some days the world's just right. Your clear eyes ain't even blinking. You have a heart full of grateful for all you've been given. Some days you just get by and some days you're just alive. And the way that the song goes and the way that it's so easy to listen to and to sing to, it makes you feel it and it makes you ask yourself, like, am I am I just getting by? Which we're all going to have some just getting by days, right? Where we don't feel feel great or we're going through a rough phase or you're going through a difficult challenge or or obstacle. But then you got to get through to the other side to where the blue's a little bluer up in the sky, right? I, I'm telling you, I love this song and I love how it can make you feel and how it can analyze where you're at. So it's called Living by Dirk Bentley. And I think every so often, whatever feels good to you, you turn it on really nice and loud. You learn the words, you sing to it, 
and it makes you it makes you remember how important it is to get out of autopilot and get out of routine and question what you're doing, right? It takes you out of the day-to-day to look at your life, again, as if you were a drone. Get out of your own head and your world and look at your days in life and see what, what is working and what is off. We all have small moments like this and sometimes bigger life shakeup moments when we feel like we've taken the wrong path, right? So sometimes we're, we're, we feel like we're completely, we spent time going down the complete wrong path. Other times we're just like kind of off, like things in your routine are off. Whatever it is, I think this hat can be so, so useful. So like I said, a brain dump could be really useful. Another thing part of this that I think is really important is losing numbing habits. Because I think we're all, you know, kind of a product of the things we do every day, our routines, our habits, the things that we do. Listen to episode 210. It's about losing numbing habits. After you listen to this podcast, that is essential because I think that that is one massive step to feeling more alive in your days is removing the habits that numb you, that numb you, that keep you distracted. I think that is a key part of this. I love listening to Mel Robbins. She has um, a book and a philosophy about the five second rule. Like if there's something that you don't feel like doing, you just count down and it makes you do it. It's kind of like um, a spaceship blasting off. Five, four, three, two, one, you do it. If you don't feel like getting out of bed, but you know you should. Five, four, three, two, one, and you get up. She has just very cool things. Mel Robbins has great YouTube videos and a great podcast, great interviews on other people's podcasts. But she describes so beautifully that every day you wake up and you decide who you're going to be. And, you know, kind of the way I always say it is you decide the lens that you are going to see things through, right? I picture you put on glasses every morning when you leave your home. And you put on lenses. Are you irritated? Then you're going to be irritated driving and with everyone you interact with. So figuring out, realizing that you decide every morning who you're going to be and you decide the lens that you're going to see things through. And if you don't consciously decide who you're going to be, your habits, your old patterns, the fire, the fires that you have to put out each day, the stresses of the day, all those things will decide for you. If you're not waking up consciously deciding who are you going to be today? How are you going to spend your time? How are you going to react to things? Are you going to be kind and patient? If you're not very intentional, if you don't set the intention for the day, the stress of the day will decide for you. It's the best because you take control of the day and your life when you set your intention for the day. Every day you get to wake up and decide who you're going to be and what you're going to do. It's the first step in taking control and taking ownership of this and realizing how much power we have. I also think we have to believe in a future that we can't yet experience. Like you, for me in my life, I've realized that I have to think about something so much that I actually see it happening in my mind. You have to think about it enough to where it starts to feel real. And that's how you get into a future that you haven't even yet experienced. I find it easier to believe that something's possible when I just think about it so much that I can kind of see it in my mind and it just makes it more real. Because I think so many people are stuck 
doing the same thing because it's so hard to see something else. It's like why I think so much change is so hard. It's because you can't see around the corner. You can't see around what's next. So of course, you're, you're, it feels too scary to leave a job you don't like or end a relationship that is not good for you because change is scary, especially when you don't know what's next. It's easier to stay comfortable and unhappy than get uncomfortable and face the unknown. That's why some change is so hard. Two different, like I said, Mel Robbins is one of my favorite people on this topic. I'm going to show, share a couple of her quotes. And I also love Dr. Joe Dispenza. He has some great quotes on this topic that I thought would be a really great way to round out this podcast by sharing what, you know, actual experts and people who have written books and lead seminars and and host these very cool in-person classes to help people transform their thinking. So Dr. Joe Dispenza says, the biggest barrier to change is our own limiting beliefs. I love this. I talk about this type of thing all the time. We put up roadblocks that we think exist that actually don't. We've put them up for ourselves. His next quote is, you have the power to create the life you want. You just have to believe it's possible. And your thoughts and emotions create your reality. So if you want a better reality, you need to start with your thoughts and emotions. And last one by Dr. Joe, your personality creates your personal reality. Your personality is made up of how you think, act, and feel. So if you want to change your personal reality, you need to change your personality. I was going through and listening to different different things I had saved about this topic and preparing for this podcast. And I pulled out those quotes because I was like, man, how true is it? And how true is it how much control we actually have and how we make these decisions? And that's why I wanted to do this podcast because I think that all of us are capable. Some of us, like I said in the introduction, have so many more hurdles and obstacles, and it's going to take us longer depending on what you're dealt, right? It could take you longer and it can be much more of an uphill battle, but you just have to believe it's possible. You just have to believe it. And you just have to think about it so much that you can start to see it and not label yourself for how things have gone in the past. Because the only way that your past, in my opinion, determines your future is if you set it up that way. If you think so much about the past and especially negative things in the past that you bring that into the future, that's really the only way because we're always growing and learning and becoming better. So the the, the poor decisions you made in the past have nothing to do with the, the, the decisions in the, in the future. I've really been able to let go of this because I mean, in my business um, especially, but also in my life too, I've definitely, I've made some serious wrong decisions that I've realized now are all part of the growth. It doesn't affect if I made, you know, a bad decision in a friendship or I handled a, a conflict in a way that I wish I would have done it differently. That doesn't mean that I'm flawed and I will handle conflicts, a conflict poorly in the future. Quite the opposite. I feel like that means for all of us, that we now have the experience of failure and the knowledge so that we do it differently, right? You know, if you if you tend to 
In a conflict, if you tend to blow up and not keep your cool, if you have in the past, well, we have that to learn from and how that made you feel crappy and how you've decided you don't want to be that person. So rather than telling yourself, well, I'm just someone who blows up, I'm just someone who loses my cool, how about we decide you're someone who used to do that and that's not the person you want to be. So now your new reality going forward is being someone that keeps their cool and has a process for not blowing up even when things, you know, even when things go sideways. Side note, slight side note there. The the biggest barrier to change is our own limiting beliefs. I really believe that and I think it's so important for this conversation about living your life fully. Okay, Mel Robbins quotes. And I will end with this series of four quotes because I think that it's so valuable and the best way to end this podcast. The only thing standing between you and the life you want is the story you keep telling yourself that you can't have it. Oh, like a thousand times yes. A thousand times yes. Let me, I'm going to read that one again. The only thing standing between you and the life you want is the story you keep telling yourself that it is the story you keep telling yourself that you can't have it. This applies so much to living the life that makes you feel the most alive. Because if you were to do a brain dump right now and you were to write down what makes you feel the most alive, what do you want to be doing on your days? If you write all that down and then you look back at that list and you create a story of why that that can't happen, it's that's the reason. That's the reason. That's the thing standing between you and the life you want. It's the story you keep telling yourself why you can't have it. Whatever that life is, whatever you drew out that would make, God, that would make me feel the most alive. That's why I want to spend most of my days. I'm telling you, I think that we create the story of why we can't have it more than anything else. Her next quote, it's not about being fearless. It's about acting in spite of fear. You are not a victim of your circumstances. You are a product of your choices. Whew. How is that one for self-accountability? and realizing that everything is your fault in the best way possible. I'm going to read that one again. You are not a victim of your circumstances. You are a product of your choices. We can make new choices for new outcomes and for new routines that make us feel alive. Last one, your life is happening right now. Make it amazing. I love this because I think for a lot of us, it, life is overwhelming. There's so much, and if, and especially right now, there's so much thrown at us and there's so much distractions that it's hard to realize right now the movie is playing. We've hit play. Your life is happening right now. One thing I just thought of, I love the way Matthew McConaughey says, be the superhero of your own movie. Like today is the beginning of the movie. Whatever is happening, whatever's happened so far in the movie, if the plot's gone sideways and it's a shitstorm, or if things have been like, yeah, like going along track, but like not explosive, not what you're here to do, I absolutely love. Um, you can YouTube or Google Matthew McConaughey's interviews or even just like his speeches about being the superhero in your own movie. I think it's so powerful because the whole message is you wake up today and you can start. Like, look at your circumstance and like what needs to happen in order to get you the life that makes you feel most alive. You could be the superhero of your movie. Maybe it's lots of little 
moves, or maybe it's one big move, one big decision, and then being really brave, not about being fearless as Mel Robbins says, but acting, but acting in spite of fear. I think it is so powerful. I think all these people have so much value to bring to this discussion. I hope I was able to kind of round out a whole bunch of thoughts and kind of shake things up, make you get a bird's eye view of your life and your days and really do a self audit and figure out what makes you feel the most alive and figure out a way to make your days look like that. So it's not twice a year when you're on vacation and you know, you're hiking a waterfall in Maui and you're like, I feel so alive. Like, yes, of course you do. But we can't just have that twice a year on a Saturday. No, no, no. We need to have the majority of our days be like, I feel alive. I feel alive. And it it doesn't have to be the entire day, but parts of your day, every single day, things that you look forward to, things that that you plan for. We don't just stumble into a life that makes us feel vibrant and alive. We have to plan for it. And we have to stick to the plan and execute on it and lean into those things we know we love and bring us joy with the people that we love and the people that support us and love us because that turns into a life that makes you feel most alive. Thank you so much for listening. This podcast was really special to me and I hope it was to you too. Um, Thank you for listening and for being a part of this community. I appreciate you. Now go out and have an awesome day. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.